It is the Scoop on Life. Chase and Lauren here in Phoenix, Arizona at the uh, 2022 CareNet Conference. And we're talking right now with Robin Chambers. She is the Executive Director for Advocacy for Children. Uh, And uh, Robin, always great to to talk to you. Great to catch up with you here. It's so fun to see your faces, uh, literally face-to-face at this conference. And so excited that you all are here. And excited to tell you what we're doing at Focus on the Family. Absolutely. And so... uh, Two months ago today, actually, as we sit here record this, Roe overturned. How have you, in your work with Focus on the Family, how have you seen a change in the last two months? You know, it's such a great question. One of the things that I think I'm most concerned about is the opposition, those who are really pro-abortion. They're using what I call fear tactics to really put fear into a young woman in a crisis situation to say, your only option or urgency, get this abortion. And so we've seen that side of things really ramp up. And so I've watched our pregnancy centers really step up and say, no, you know what? We're not, we're not buying into the fear. We're going to share hope with you, and here's what we do. And so it's been fascinating and, and just really humbling to be a part of that, to see those pregnancy centers say, no, you, right here's your hope, right here's your help. Um, so Focus on the Family is committed to doing a huge project post-Roe um, in the coming year, and it's, it is every grant you can imagine that would really equip a pregnancy center to serve more of the abortion-minded women in their community. Nurses grants for one full year, so they have evening hours and weekend hours. These young girls are being bombarded with messages from Planned Parenthood, and they are desperate for help. And so it's our privilege to be able to start calling attention to what pregnancy centers do and um, really letting those women know that there's someone there who can help them long term, not a quick fix. So last time we talked to you on the podcast, we talked pretty explicitly, I feel like, about just foster care and how to support foster families, what that looks like um, for foster care families, the church surrounding that family. Um, so I guess if you want to talk for a minute about what that has looked like since mm-hmm. since Rose been overturned, have you seen more people reaching out about that, that type of information, like how to become a foster parent or what the process looks like? Has the process changed since we last talked? Just whatever right. you feel led to say there. There's been lots of conversation. You know, it's interesting that the, the two worlds are meshing as far as um, abortion and post-Roe and then foster care. Um, and we've heard, you know, that fear factor is, you know, all, all, these, all these unwanted babies are going to go into foster care. We don't have any data that states that, but we have seen an increase in children entering foster care, but it was because of COVID. And so one of the things that Focus on the Family is doing different in a poster environment is putting everything that we can on an online learning platform so that people who are asking those questions, and learn you're right, we've had churches that, oh, okay, what do we do? How do we do this? It's not that they don't want to, it's they don't know how, and so we're providing those resources. And so everything that we've been doing in an event, a live event, will now be on an online learning program. What does it mean to become a foster parent? Where do I start? You know, that's always the big question. And then from there, how do I adopt from foster care? Or how do I support? How can my church support those families that are in foster care? And so we are building an online program that is so robust. You click on one of those four ways. I can give financially because God's blessed me. To that, you know, I can give to that family. I can buy groceries once a week. I can go, you know, I can take the littles for ice cream while mom and dad have a date. All those different things that you can do for that support side, but also adopting and fostering. And so, we our goal is to have that launched in early October, just so we can start getting all that information into the hands of the church. And I'm so proud of the Big C Church to say, how can we help? What can we do? Because they know that it impacts a child's life. 
So where, if somebody's looking for that information, I know you just said that all of that was is trying to be launched in October, but currently if somebody's interested in finding more or finding some of those resources from Focus, where would they need to go? Just focus on thefamily.com and it's backslash pro-life. Everything is right there. Um, there is, you know, going to have to do a little bit of digging because we know that that's something that needs to go to that front page. And so that's what we're working on for October. But on that pro-life tab is all of that information. Um, and it is very, very specific ways that people can get involved. Um, and the church is saying, now's the time. We're drawing the line in the sand. We're stepping in and we're going to help these kiddos. And so the information's there. Just focus on thefamily.com backslash pro-life and just jump in. No time to wait. Mm-hmm. And right before this, we were talking a little bit about some ways that Focus is helping uh, foster families. Mm-hmm. And so do you want to speak into that a little bit? Yes. Yeah, so one of the things that we've done in the past at one of our events is we've offered uh, what we call a suitcase bundle. And so the folks that are there who are working with uh, child placement agencies or even DHS, you know, the government entity that unfortunately at times has to remove that child from an unsafe situation, or even foster families that are currently in that situation. Um, we offer a brand new suitcase with an Adventures in Odyssey Bible, and everyone knows Adventures in Odyssey, um, that Bible and a teddy bear, and that becomes the property of that child. Often those kiddos are removed from the home with what little bit they have is thrown into a garbage bag. What does that say to them? You're not worthy. You're garbage. Your stuff is garbage. So I know it sounds really simple, but that suitcase gives them dignity, and it's something that's theirs. Inside that Bible, there's a little note that says, you're seen, you're valuable, and you are loved. And so it really brings that child into a place of safety um, and dignity, and they know that they are valuable because of who they are in Christ. And so we've seen kids come up and pick out a suitcase, and they're blown away. They say, this, this is mine. They've never had anything that belongs to them. So it's a very simple way, but a very tangible way to really bless a child and bless a foster family. Yeah, I love that. That's so good. And uh, Robin, appreciate what you do uh, for Focus on the Family. Appreciate you talking with us. I'm sure we could talk much longer. We'll get you on again soon, but thanks for coming on with us. Thank you so much. Have a great day.